0: Got a big weekend of college football coming your way. Christian Gokel alongside Cam Urshry and P.J. Zuko here on Second Down. Some big-time games. I know this is very similar to last week where a lot of people are like, eh, ah, not a ton of huge games on the docket. And I was just kind of shaking my head saying, what are you guys talking about? we got a ton of great games coming up. Well, I'm, I'm looking at this slate, and again, we're getting a lot of people saying, ah, this is a tough week. Georgia's playing Vanderbilt. Alabama's got Southern Miss who who's Penn State got Kent State? Villanova. Villanova, that's yeah. right. That's undefeated. Villanova right now, so Are I they mean, really? Yeah, l- listen. Uh, oh, wow. That's a 3 and 0 versus 3 and 0 game right now. Is all I'm saying. So I didn't know that. We do have some big games coming up. No, we have some Good big ones. Them. Uh, I think one of the bigger ones, number 6, number 7, Texas A&M versus number 16 Arkansas, uh Tennessee at Florida is a big one. I know Tennessee not ranked and they've struggled against Pitt haven't really found their stride yet on offense or defense, and we didn't really expect that to happen. But I think Tennessee has been better than a lot of people expected. Plus, you have Florida coming off that really physical, emotionally draining performance against Alabama. Uh, we have Clemson at NC State. I think that's a sneaky game. If, if they play like they played against Georgia Tech, NC State's going to beat them. Uh, and then, of course, number 12, Notre Dame, versus number 18, Wisconsin. That's, that's big noon Saturday on Fox at Soldier Field. Woo! So, I mean – Some huge games coming up. I wanted to start here because two of the games I mentioned, two top 25 matchups, big rivalries, awesome games, aren't being played on campus. Texas A&M and Arkansas takes place in Dallas every year because Jerry Jones, obviously owner of the Dallas Cowboys and former Arkansas Razorback football player, and so he brings both of those teams together every year inside Jerry world. And then like we mentioned before, number 12, Notre Dame, Jack Cone going back to play his old team Mm -hmm. in in Wisconsin there, but playing it in Chicago at soldier field. I'm not a huge fan of this. I think there's a time and place for neutral site games and it's in the postseason. And there's a lot of people sitting out there right now saying, uh, Christian, what about Jacksonville? christian it's different yeah they, they no it, it, see cam you did the thing where you're doing <laughs> the exception to the rule i don't think it is different i just think we're used to it mm. same thing that mm. they're trying to do with texas AM and and arkansas i'm not a fan including mm-hmm. the game in jacksonville the world's largest outdoor cocktail or the yeah. the game formerly known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party i'm not a fan of them and people are like it's a great trip you have frat beach happening on St. Simons and Jekyll Island. They're growing crazy. Uh, All the Georgia fans staying there. Florida fans coming over uh, and taking over Jacksonville and just the tailgate scene down there is awesome. That's fine. But how much bigger would it be every year if it was Florida coming to Athens? Mm -hmm. Like people talk about Athens when Notre Dame came to town, right? They, They just talk about how crazy the city was. It would be that plus some every other year when Florida came to town. Imagine Georgia this year, say, number two in the country, having to go down to the Swamp to play Florida. (laughs) I mean, when was the last time Georgia played Florida in the Swamp? Because the year that they were doing the renovations to the stadium in Jacksonville, they played in Athens, and Steve Spurrier put a 50-burger on Georgia. Yeah. So I'm just – and I think about this game. Imagine Arkansas after beating number 15 Texas at home in that rivalry – getting to host number 7 Texas A&M incredible
1: and and before you pivot too far off of Georgia Florida two of the greatest atmospheres in college football as well i mean i, I would the, the swamp as we've talked about with alabama is one of the hardest places to play and we should that's why we should appreciate that win more right well you have georgia florida the biggest rivalry for those two teams Coming like I mean it, it would be insane, and it would be such a big advantage for for either one of those teams because the atmospheres are so good at, at Georgia and Florida.
0: 1994 was the last time they played in Gainesville. Yeah, wow.
1: 1994,
0: yeah. wow. Yeah. And then 95 was it 95 or 93 that they played in Athens? 95. 95. So yeah. two. So back to back. 94 the last time. Yeah. Yep. I was two years old.
1: Especially with that rivalry I wasn't born. too, like. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would never want to sacrifice. I know you only get it every two years, but I don't care. I would never want to sacrifice you know, the, a whiteout against Michigan or Ohio, or Ohio State for right. a neutral site game. It's like, hey, no, way. We'll,
0: we'll play it in uh, Indianapolis every year.
1: Yeah, even if it's in, like, Pittsburgh and, yeah. and still in Pennsylvania. Hell no. Hell no. I, I want that to be in Happy Valley. Right. And, and I, we'll I, go there and play next year.
0: Like I said, it's not that I, I love the atmosphere of Jacksonville because it's like a bowl game. And it split right down the middle. I've heard some people even say every third year, do it. Which <laughs> I was like, I was like, maybe I can see that. Like yeah. you, you put it there every third year. But I just think it stinks that for these student athletes, if you play for Florida, you're never gonna get experience playing in Athens, yeah. right? If you play for Georgia, you're never gonna get to experience playing in the swamp. And just imagine some of these games from the past few years, if they had had to have been. Can you imagine Tim Tebow if he had to come to Athens? Yeah, I mean, incredible. He had a history of, of yeah. just running Georgia. Like, yeah. Like no questions big. asked. I think it was like, what, was he 3-1 against Georgia? Matt Stafford had that one year uh, where, yeah. the, where they dominated him. Tebow had the hurt shoulder in 2007. Yeah, where they stormed the field. So oh, it was a like, blackout, right? No, no, no. Or no, that wasn't the same year. No, no, figured, God, I, no. Georgia did the, uh, it wasn't a, even a blackout. Georgia did like the black helmets yeah. and black pants three and with one. white uniforms. And he got absolutely They never did the black demolished. jerseys in Georgia,
1: Florida? No. No.
0: no. All right. I think I could tell you all the teams that Georgia's done the black jerseys against. It was Hawaii and Auburn in 2007 because they wore them twice. Yeah, and and they they won both those games, right? Okay, then they wore them in 2008 against Alabama, and then they got absolutely (laughs) demolished. And I think in 2008 as well was the year that they wore them against Florida. Mm -hmm. See, was 2008 or 2009? Like the pants in Jacksonville. It was was like the black helmet and the black Mm -hmm. pants, which we we never have to talk about. Those were gross. This is crazy. Uh, I, I then I don't think they broke them out again Oh
1: but no until they until you got until Georgia played like Louisiana Lafayette a couple years I ago I think
0: like in 2016 Kirby Smart's first year Yeah Yeah, yeah because like yeah. I, I
1: it, it was like a black good black yeah it, oh, black black uniforms. Uniforms. Okay. it was like a good 10 11 years because I was clamoring for years and, and arguing with Georgia fans and I was like I, I want them back so bad and everyone was like, yeah, but we lost so bad in them and it's like it's not because of the jerseys <laughs> it like it's because you played Alabama no, it
0: did t- well, but we didn't know it was Alabama was Alabama <laughs> yet. it doesn't <laughs> right matter, <Yeah>. matter. <laughs> that was 2008 the year before Alabama had lost to. that was the their week- coming out party though right like yeah, that roll, is- roll? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's like we don't really know and then some guy named Julio Jones. Yeah, just walked all over you. Yeah,
2: the uh, Tim Tebow's average score against Georgia is thirty-seven to ten. It's three and one.
0: Yeah, and that's including one game where Georgia put up forty on
2: Yeah, That that sink in. Wow. So
0: yeah, that's just I'm like I said, Arkansas, Texas a and We're like, imagine Arkansas yeah. having to go in to Kyle Field and play in front of a hundred thousand. Yeah, the twelfth man.
1: Just. Yeah, yeah, potentially just shell shocked, right? Well, then, I mean, then, it won't once then, you walk same thing in
0: with Notre Dame, Wisconsin, either you're taking away Wisconsin having a chance to go play Notre Dame at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. which is a bucket list item for everyone in college football players, fans, coaches, everyone.
1: Not bring in, not be able to bring in some parts right. of your band. Yeah, yeah. yeah flip, for
0: sure. flip side of it is, <laughs> flip side of it is, yeah, the, the drive, <laughs> yeah, you have to put yeah. it outside. Uh, right, no, right. but the flip side of that is Notre Dame doesn't go get to play at Camp Randall. Mm-hmm. And so we don't get jump around in the fourth quarter. I'm sure they'll do something lame and try to do it inside of Jerry World, but I mean, it's not eh. you know, it's it's not eighty thousand students just losing their minds like students and fans losing their minds. So exactly, I just I, I think something that's really cool about college football is the individual campuses, yeah. and I do understand there's a there's a monetary side to this, of course, because it, schools, as with anything, you well, know. schools have spoken about this. They get paid to go play in these games. Yeah, versus having to host a game where it's like, yeah, you're going to make money for tickets and concessions, but you're also having to pay stadium employees. You're having to pay uh, the city an X amount of money to host a game and use the police officers, and uh, and it's just all kinds of money going out as well as coming in, versus you just hit the road, you collect that paycheck, and you just have to pay your travel expenses. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times, the travel expenses are comped by whoever's hosting the event as well. And the players get swag, and they get to stay in cool hotels and stuff like that. So it's just, again, I think it has a place, and I think it's in postseason, conference championships, and bowl games. I'm not a huge fan of the neutral site for regular season games, and I'll I'll throw Georgia Clemson in there. I think that should be a game if you're going to play it, make it a home and home.
1: Yeah, I will say that the the home and home a few years ago with Georgia and Clemson. Mm-hmm. Well, now at this point, I guess it's. Seven or eight years ago, but uh the home and home they played then was remarkable and and fun to watch for sure. Both of those historically good, and uh, Clemson at that point was was working their way out of the Clemsoning period. You know what yeah. I mean? And and into the into the spotlight really. Uh Georgia, I mean, I had uh, Todd Gurley and everything like that. Yeah, the I, I second mean, still... game
0: of that home and home was Deshaun Watson's first game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. Right. No, it was, it was remarkable. So I agree with you there. I, I think there's one caveat where I disagree with you a little bit. And, and for me, it's just, I love the opening week neutral site games, but that's it. But that like, that's it. But you're, have you're, have like you're marquee. Taking
0: a, you're taking it. You're taking a home game away from somebody.
1: I, I get that. I get that. I understand. But st- like I, I don't know.
0: You get six home games a year.
1: It's a fun strictly from a fan perspective. And, and I guess from not a fan of one of those teams, but it, it is a fun welcome back to college football you know what we we got two of the best teams in the country doing battle and and we're you know we're sending off this season on a right note on, like a, a on a fun note right yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like
0: but it ain't it, jamboree, it's
1: like the end of the, the year count. yeah they don't, <laughs> they don't count these ones but too.
2: But it's but still lit yeah neutral yeah, games, yeah exactly i lit. think
1: but but like marquee ones again like three or four maybe on the opening week of the season once we get into like three four weeks in Forget about it. Like that's when you get to the home and homes the the traditional schedule and get back to normal. I but mean, look, that's, look at that's Georgia's just twenty twenty
0: two schedule. Which it's it, it's you look at it, and you're like, oh wow, you're playing Oregon. Like that's nuts. That's a really cool schedule. Yeah, you're playing Oregon in Atlanta. Right. Your home schedule is Samford, Kent State, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Georgia Tech. Right. So if you're trying oh. to sell season tickets. Like, well, it a whole slate. lot better with Oregon the schedule. Here's our slate. Yeah. Again, our slate of home uh, in, in Sanford Stadium next year. Sanford, Kent State, Auburn's a really good game. Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Georgia Tech. Maybe one of those games is close at halftime.
1: Plenty of fans that would rather save that money and just go to the Oregon game.
0: No, straight up, like, yeah. maybe one of those games is close at halftime. Right. And Georgia will still put 93,000 in there. But if I tell you you're going to play – Sanford, Kent State, Auburn, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. It's a completely different story. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Georgia fans, they'll travel anywhere in the country. Uh, 2008, I believe, you saw them get all the way out to Arizona State to go watch that game. They've gone out to Colorado. We've seen them take over Notre Dame. Yeah. You put them in Autzen Stadium, Georgia fans are going to travel.
1: Yep. Not true. And and monetarily, like this not may not be a, a huge difference. I don't know. You know, the, the rates of or what what they bring in from concessions and all that kind of thing. But if you have Oregon there at home, there's a lot more people buying things and staying there uh, for the third and fourth quarter of those games as well. That right. You at least have one more game where there's more people in the stands and buying things from you halftime on rather than those games you listed where, yeah, they're going to have 93,000 people in the fans to begin with, but they're probably going to have about 60,000 halftime on because
0: it's a blowout. Like I said, so. I'm just Cam. I'm a big fan of on-campus games. I think it's what makes college football college football. I understand the thought. You're basically trying to put the bowl atmosphere into the regular season, and because like a lot of people say, oh well, you have Arkansas, Texas A&M. Typically, that's a middling ranked team versus an unranked team. Like yeah. typically, it's like Texas A&M's 15, and they're playing unranked Arkansas. So it's like you try to make it a marquee game by putting it in Jerry World. But the thing that you cost yourself is this year you have a top 20 matchup and you're playing it you're not playing it at texas AM and you're not playing it at arkansas
2: yeah i mean i can't get mad at that uh growing up watching like bama auburn bama lsu you see you know uh bama going to death valley uh lsu going to brian danny i mean it's
0: you know hey but i mean i think florida georgia would be on that level like I al- think I think Alaba- that'll be bigger than Alaba- the Iron Bowl. Alaba- no, Iron Bowl is the best rivalry. In yeah, it football. is. It's the
2: best one. Yeah. But I think it actually might be bigger. It would, in it my would
0: opinion. be. It would be the and it kind of is already because you're fighting for the the top of mm-hmm. the SEC East. You're fighting for the top of the division. But I feel like it's not on par with Alabama LSU, and it's not on par with the Iron Bowl right now because you don't. Have that on-campus yeah. feeling. You don't have the memories of a Tim Tebow going into Athens and beating Georgia, a top-10 Georgia team in Athens. You don't have the memories of an Aaron Murray or a Matt Stafford going into Gainesville and beating Florida in the swamp. Like you just you don't have those memories because they mm-hmm. play in Jacksonville. And to me, it just it kind of feels sterile. Like it's a, Yeah. You, you get everybody in. You let them tailgate outside the stadium. You bring in half and half, and then a lot of times by halftime, half the stadium's empty. Yeah. Because yeah. their team's getting smoked. So it's just I, – I, I feel like if you play that game in the swamp or you play that game between the hedges, it is on par with Michigan-Ohio State. Yeah. It's that, on yeah. par with Alabama-Auburn.
2: Especially when those teams are really, really good, too. But Which they are. Most, most of the games, season they are, are. It's, yeah. It's good, like yeah. For the most
0: part, you are going to have one of those teams in the top 10 at least. This year it's looking like it's going to be a top 10 matchup. Yeah,
2: yeah. By yeah. the time that game comes around, Georgia be two. I I see Florida being like. oh will be two. Yeah, right. I, well, I but, hope. Yeah, I get yeah. through Arkansas yeah. and Auburn first. And, yeah, and like you said. Are, yeah. Like it, Can't it, sleep on them.
1: Right, and uh, like you said, like at very least, there's going to be one team. Like basically every year, there's going to be one yeah. team in the top ten in those matchups. And, and two, it like it robs you of moments. Uh, imagine from all these great rivalries, right? I know if you're a Georgia fan, you probably want to close your ears. but like the you have the the. Tipped ball up in the air where Auburn comes down with it, and runs it into <laughs> yeah. the end zone, right? Uh, like have that Georgia Florida in in one of those stadiums, right? You have all the iron oh, no, bowl, t- cr- all the iron bowl no, crazy imagine, moments, uh, imagine that, and imagine the, those the pre- in
0: the prayer Jordan hair, but instead of the prayer Jordan hair, it's uh, the prayer at Mercedes Benz. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, it's yeah, not but, the same. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like imagine that that in imagine Florida or Georgia, having the
0: kick six and they sold out and they're they're playing it inside of the the it would about not Mercedes been the same. and Mercedes in New Orleans and you right. have the kick sticks there it's not the same you don't you don't no. have you don't have a student section pouring onto the field yeah. and people losing their minds it's just it's not the same and you're you're taking that chance away from having I mean, the, the scene at arkansas after they beat texas is what college football's about i give right. you one cam
2: newton come down from 24 0 at halftime against bama what well, exactly one of the greatest yeah. games ever yeah
1: by far And you have that in the by swamp far. or or you have yeah. that in, in yeah you know sanford yeah it's
0: it'd be remarkable. I mean, if, you if, don't have that. Doesn't even have to be a great game. Imagine Treon Harris completing three passes and beating Georgia. Yeah. In a game where they just run all over them and he does it in Athens. Yeah. Like that's something you talk about forever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not, it's in Jacksonville.
1: Yep. So it is what it
0: is. I mean, yeah, I think it's a cool, tra- <laughs> I think it's an <laughs> but I'm with you there. I, I'll say, I think it's a cool tradition. Obviously we've seen plenty of big plays. I mean, Ben Troop guy we have on. Imagine if Ben Troop does that to an undefeated Georgia team in Athens.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine the 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 noise level and the, the breaking the sound barrier if he did that in the swamp? In the swamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, either way, it'd be remarkable. Yeah. But so again, I'm not I'm in not, Jacksonville.
0: Not a huge fan of the neutral site games during the regular season. Uh, I think you play those games on campus and you let college football be what it's supposed to be we got more to come here we will dive into some of those matchups though because i think really some seasons on the line here for some college football teams early in the year we'll dive into all that coming up right here on second down second down on espn radio is presented to you by the uniform source diving through this sec week four schedule coming up i mean i think we go ahead and get this one out of the way Georgia's got Vanderbilt. I think the biggest question mark is how many or how how big of a percentage of the stadium is Georgia fans versus Vanderbilt fans. (laughs) Because this basically just becomes like a fun vacation trip. Yeah. For Georgia fans. Go up to Nashville. spend the weekend. Nashville, the mountains. You get get to see Georgia. They they put it at noon. So you just get to go ahead and watch the game. By 3 o'clock, you're done. You get to go out, hang out in downtown Nashville. Go watch some shows. It'll be a good time. You sure by 3? Yeah, ish. 3.30. 3.30. Well, well, sooner than that, maybe. I mean, it'll be over way yeah. before then, but the actual like double zeroes on the 4th yeah. will will probably three and a half hours into it. you got a chance to go out there and either watch Texas A&M, Arkansas at a bar, or you'll watch some shows. So I, I, the only question mark to me is, again, what percentage of that stadium is black and red, and does Georgia cover because they're an even bigger favorite this week than they were last week against <laughs> Vanderbilt. 35-point favorites on the road at Vanderbilt. Uh, that's a lot of points, but Vanderbilt's bad. Yeah. So we'll see. But, hey, we get to see local guy Rocco Griffin running the rock. He had 100 yards last week. Well, that's the thing, right?
1: I, 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 every time I say something like that now, I feel bad because we got one of our guys up there doing, doing big things and, and doing what he up. can.
0: He, he, he knows they're not real good right now.
1: Well. He's playing well, though, so hopefully yeah. hopefully, he can get some yards, score some points there against Georgia.
0: But We can go ahead and move past that one. Be tough. There's, some, there's some cool games coming up this week, and I think really we're going to find out. We always talk about contenders versus pretenders. We're going to find out about a lot of these teams. I don't want to say statement games because that's so overplayed, but it's just we're going to remove the veil from some of these teams. We're going to find out if they're legit or not. Uh, LSU-Mississippi State might be the most fun game of the weekend. Mississippi State is just an enigma Right, Because you have to fight back and score three touchdowns in like nine minutes against Louisiana Tech to avoid being upset. Then you come out the next week and dominate NC State.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then last week you go up to the Liberty Bowl, which again, just why in God's name you would ever play the Liberty Bowl? Because <laughs> that's just a house of horrors. Uh, you go up there play Memphis, and the refs just – kind of have to do a systems reset for a second while a play is going on and just forget to blow a play dead, and it results in a touchdown, and that's what you end up losing by. So it's uh, Mississippi State's been a really weird team this year. Say the same for LSU. They're just not very good, but you can tell they have talent. So I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's a game Mississippi State should win. It's at home, but LSU's favored by 2.5 in that one. I think that one's going to be fun. Uh, How about Eli Drinkwitz in Missouri having to go all the way up to Boston College? Yeah, to take on the undefeated Boston College.
1: Yeah, and I can't wait to see what Boston College does. Like you said, undefeated and have won some games this year so far, and have looked, you know, pretty good doing so. But like, I have no idea what Missouri is. You know what I mean? Because it seems like it changes like, every a, week. Like
0: as a football team, or just like mainly in, a state. In no, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mainly
1: a state. Uh, no, no, but like as a football team, it seems like it changes every single week uh, for for them. So. I don't know. I, I, because of that, I have more confidence in Boston College, but again, Missouri might go out there and look go up there and look well, really good. M- so. Mizzou's favorite on the road,
0: I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Philip Drakovich is out for the year. Boston colleges yeah. quarterback, he had hand surgery. Uh, so Missouri a chance against a good ACC team going up there. Uh, and then just keeping moving down the schedule here, 330 kick, Texas A&;M, Arkansas. seven hmm. Texas A&M uh, against number 16 Arkansas. We couldn't bump him up one so I could say top 15 matchup. Had to be, <laughs> right, had to be 16. But I think this is huge for both Jimbo Fisher and for Sam Pittman. And it's kind of two different things. Sam Pittman's riding that upward trajectory where just the approval rating and the fan base and everyone's behind him. You smack Texas, your approval ratings are going to skyrocket in Arkansas. Yeah. Well, now you have Texas A&M, and everyone's really hesitant on them. Haynes King gets hurt. Zach Calzada's come in, and he's played well. The defense is Studley, like yeah those dudes can fly around and make plays i think kj jefferson might be in for a long day uh, out there in jerry world but this is a fun game and i think you're going to find out a lot about both coaches because i think the most underrated assistant so far this year has been barry odom the defensive coordinator for arkansas yeah. speaking about missouri former missouri head coach dude can coach his tail off mm-hmm. and arkansas has been playing really hard nosed really fast defense this is to me, like this is a game that's been like a triple overtime game before. This is a game where you've had like forty to forty and all kinds of craziness happening. I would not be surprised to see like a twenty seventeen game in here.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, because that's really the strongest matchup that you have is for Arkansas is that defense against a Texas A and M offense. Which, if you look at no matter what game you look at, it's either slow to get going or never gets going, uh, like they, they like they did against Colorado. So that offense has not clicked really at all this year. So uh, maybe, you know, a quarter here, a quarter there, and now you got to go up against a really tough defense in Arkansas. And, oh, by the way, that's not just the defense anymore. Like, Arkansas's offense is actually kind of fun to watch. So, like, that other side is is going to be fun too. But I think the the biggest stress and the biggest importance on this game, um, the most important matchup you have, and uh, the most interesting one to me is – does Texas A&M's offense just keep looking inept? Can, can Arkansas take control of that game defensively or not? And And like you said, if they do, it might be 10-7. to
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it might be 14-10 to 10 or something like that. I mean, Cam, they had like the shot of Steve Sarkeesian during that Texas-Arkansas game where you could just tell the game was over. They mm-hmm. had another turnover, and they just go to Steve Sarkeesian on the sideline. He's kind of like crouched down, his face is white, like he loses all the color in it. That's a good Arkansas defense, and Georgia saw it last year to start the season. if you don't come out ready to play, they'll shut you down.
2: Yeah, normally I would say this is a big game for Jimbo, but this is a big game for Arkansas. I mean, the next four games: Texas A&M, Georgia, Ole Miss, are, um, and Auburn. That's a that's what is a what, really is, a,
0: what is a realistically Hell of a, a realistic goal? For
2: two Arkansas. and two. Oh yeah, if you go two and two, that's a win. I mean. You, your arkansas i mean don't get me wrong they're building a good program but if you go two and two that in that stretch that's great but i think texas a and m is the big win to get because you already beat texas now you beat texas a and you beat the two top teams in the state of texas now that that falls into recruiting things of that nature but go on the road okay you play georgia old miss on the road and then auburn just go two and two in that stretch, and mm-hmm. I mean, after that, you just walking away with the rest of the season. You play Alabama; that's not walking away. But after that, I think you're pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think three and one would be a godsend. I think yeah. two oh, two yeah. and two and two. I you, think the you,
0: only game that it would be it's going to be really tough for them to win is Georgia. Yeah,
1: I I think even with how good this defense is, it's going to be tough to slow Ole Miss down. Like I, but I, I don't, don't think, know if they. Have, I don't think
0: you walk into that game saying it's going to be really hard for them to win. Like I think that's strength versus strength. That's really mm-hmm. good defense against a, a really good offense. Yeah. And yeah. Ole Miss, they've played better defensively this year, but I don't think they faced a rushing attack. That like, and is that after Alabama? Because I don't think they faced a rushing attack like Arkansas can throw out. Yep. It, yeah.
2: it actually, it's going to be the week after Bama, so you
0: can see yeah. that they might be. Fatigued so, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah, you might gonna, catch yeah, Ole Miss at a is, bad time. Yeah. Ole Miss is coming off. Yeah. I think three okay. and one. Like three and one. Yeah. Two and two, you're like, all right, it is what it is. Like, we, we played four really good teams in a row. If you come out of there three and one, and you're Arkansas, yeah. you might be sitting pretty yeah. looking to finish second in the West. Ooh, I mean. Or I, setting up a Titanic showdown say all with those, the Crimson Tide. And
1: who would have thought that at the
2: beginning of the season, say all right? all those games are close. Just say all four of those games close. You go they three and one. You go three and one, and then you lose the Bama. Could uh, like we have seen Auburn? Is could you see, a team? Reckless. Yeah, could no, you see no, a two losses? Yeah, could you see two losses? No, team? I, don't, I don't think there's. Yeah, I, no, that's that's pretty tough. If you lose the Georgia by field goal and Bama by, this is okay, the only yeah, caveat. You ain't losing the Bama by this is the only. Field goal. It
1: depends on the <laughs> it, it. And of course, you can say this any year. It depends on the rest of of college, of college football. football, right? If everyone's weird, sitting, yeah. there, I'm, if everyone's so, sitting gonna there two losses, I'm going to
0: stop you guys. And your only two losses <laughs> are like a field goal. Georgia loses twice. They're not doing anything except going to like maybe the Cotton Bowl. If not the Cotton Bowl, they're going to be having fun down in Florida at the Outback Bowl. But you lose like, to
2: Georgia-Bama. That's it. That's all. The two top teams. That's who you lose to. You beat everybody I else. I
0: mean, if BJ was in here, he'd be freaking out right now saying, like, oh, my God, Cam, you're, you're speaking the truth. You know, just because you lose <laughs> to number one and number two doesn't mean you're not number three. Like, he'd be, he'd be losing his mind right now. It's awesome. If they lose twice
2: it's based off the rest of college football cuz i'm not impressed by it. i think Oregon okay, will Cam, lose if, twice. Yeah. if if you want to play I'm this game impressed.
0: if you want to play this game if the rest of college football has two losses <laughs> yeah georgia loses to florida and georgia tech Oh no! Not like, Georgia. Georgia and Bama are undefeated. The rest of college football has two. So you're losses. saying Georgia's getting or the SEC three teams in? Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I got to
1: jump off this yeah. train. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. I mean, that I, was fun at first, I'll but you wait like, not even
0: get this level of SEC homerism <laughs> gotta, on the SEC <laughs> network.
2: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta bring it in. Bring just bring some laughter to the show. But I mean, if you look at it, Ohio State, I think they're dropping another game. I, I know
0: your. Hopefully State, they are. Yeah. No State's yet. undefeated. Iowa's undefeated.
2: Oh, Iowa's I was definitely losing a game or two. Definitely, we know this. Oh, we know this, and I like Iowa. And then Oregon is most okay, definitely losing on the a game Okay, or two. let's go
0: into that argument then. f let's just let's just completely <laughs> dive into this black hole <laughs> uh, camp scenario. Everybody else loses two more games, and you have Georgia and Alabama undefeated meeting in the SEC championship. Uh, say Alabama wins. So you're sitting yeah. there with thirteen and zero Alabama. Twelve and one Georgia, ten and two Arkansas, and ten and two Florida. And you know what? Florida has the same exact resume as Arkansas. They don't. Yeah, they
2: do because they lost to Georgia and Alabama. But but they don't have wins against Ole Miss, Auburn, Texas A&M, and Texas. That's that's really nice. That's so you're, really so you're nice. saying yeah, that's a Florida nice. is the, you're <laughs> a Florida is the four point. seed? Huh? At the, Florida's the four seed then at that yeah, point? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, got that's
0: it. A, that's a nice resume. And this just say, oh, we beat everybody. I, okay, say those teams again. Okay, Texas Stop What is Texas Besides an I mean, overranked okay, Preseason decent, team okay. With a, with a first-year coach yeah, right. Carry on Texas A&M Texas A&M What are they beyond A uh, really good defense With like PJ said Offense that's 17 against college Colorado. Colorado 10 10 against Colorado Do yeah, you, know, you know why Ole Miss. Camp, do you know why They're a top-10 team Do you know why Texas A&M is a top-10 team Fincher. Because No, because somebody Has to be a top-10 <laughs> team Okay, old Miss But those are the yeah. rankings they are going to go off At the end of the year okay. I'm just saying yeah. Ole Miss Who have they beaten
2: who, Ole Miss, ah, Louisville. I give
1: them that, <laughs> but they're impressive though.
2: They're an impressive team.
0: They're an impressive team. By the metrics of they beating Louisville and Tulane,
2: <sighs> they're an impressive team. They stomped I Tulane. Just think, I just
0: think the other. F- okay, no, carry on. Off- Keep going. Keep going. Former <laughs> SEC champ. Who's part of the great other, who's Former SEC champ. Said Auburn. I think Auburn, Said, Auburn? Yeah. Said Auburn. Again, much like Texas, a bottom twenty team. With a first-year head coach because they fired their head coach the year before. But that's
2: me thinking if they play Bama and Georgia somewhat close and beat all four of those teams, I don't see Oregon. I definitely don't see Oregon have a better resume than that. I mean Ohio State. Eh, I mean you know Ohio State's good. They're good this year. You're just but, I mean, out PJ the no, okay. Ninny Lions. Oh. Uh, did, or, no, we do have a tough to play stretch play. though. I mean you're, I'll but, say but that you're leaving out the Ninny Lions. They're, they're, they're that's not- what I said. It's left to be said with them. They're they're the outlier.
1: But there Iowa. No,
2: I don't. I don't know.
1: No belief nah. in the
0: fifth-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes. This is some like yeah, I like them, but no. This is some SEC network alternate channel propaganda, right here. Fast let's forward go.
1: ten with the with the way as the SEC is adding teams and taking over college football. Fast forward ten years, mm-hmm. we might have this scenario oh, where yeah. it's just Alabama, Georgia. Eh, I mean, that's it's the SEC tournament.
2: That's what it's going to
0: turn into. That's what. That's what uh, <laughs> yeah. the, some people in the GHS they want to do at private schools. they are just like y'all go play your own thing. Yeah, let's not get into that, man. Not. Y'all just, y'all just y'all go play your own thing. We'll sick, be over here. Sicky,
1: all beating us. You go play your own championship. That's right. I don't I don't want to learn how to beat you guys.
0: No, that's just it's, no. It's too hard. It's, it's not possible. It's too hard. Mm. We don't want to do it. SEC, you go play your how own. How dare we settle this on the field? Absolutely not. It's baloney. We're gonna settle this in a boardroom. We got more to come here <laughs> on second down. we we'll, we'll, I maybe get into more SEC. Probably I I don't know that I'm that took a weird turn, man. Sick of- I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad let's, I brought it. Man. Let's go to break generic gym playlist today. Rihanna, man. What's up with you?
2: No, I'm just I'm just feeling I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood.
0: That's, I feel like I'm at Globo gym and working oh, out in front of That's a bunch a banger of banger right there. we working out in front of a bunch of mirrors and listening to like whatever they're pumping through the, the systems and the PA. All I'm saying what... Oh god. Okay. Are you, what, have what, you recovered from what? the propaganda from last segment?
1: I'm trying to get away from that k what's cam has played so far has actually been like you know you are you're you're vibing a little bit you're yeah. bouncing it makes you want to bounce around or whatever let's let's be honest though every now and then the gym will play a banger, but then from you know in between those it's like songs that make you look up and say, how am I supposed to get amped to this like it's what why? yeah, like some of that some like slow songs some like. I, I don't know, man. It's it's just weird. Some, you just look well, it I don't think you're it matters like, anymore because
0: everybody has AirPods in now. Well, so. thank
1: goodness. But, I mean, I was in the gym the other day and my, my headphones died because I forgot to charge them. Oh, no. Which is, which is my fault, self-admittedly. My bad. But then I'm like,
0: so you had to, like have what are no, y'all do? You doing? had to have no headphones in and just work out like a psychopath? Yeah, it was weird. For like That's I why I left that. I left early. Yeah. No, Cam, we already established that about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you <yeah. laughs> weird, yeah. Those of you who don't know, Cam will drive for hours at a time with... Just nothing.
1: But that's, There's nothing wrong with that. At least you get to choose silence in that moment. At that moment, I could not choose silence. It was like slow Taylor Swift songs and, of course, the rest of the gym grunting and yelling at <laughs> their their highest fashion so whenever they throw down clearly, weights for no clearly reason. clearly not
0: working out at a gym that has the, the no-lunk zone <clears throat> alarm.
1: Oh, no. Not at all. Yeah, no. Of course not. They're in there like... The, the, the dudes who are beefed up are, like, barely wearing shirts, just throwing, like, literally taking weights and throwing them across the gym for no reason. So you're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just, like, lifting crap above their head and slamming it. And like, Rah! like yeah, dudes, hey, come on.
0: Well, why are you stopping them? They're trying to live their best life. I'm really
1: it? not. I'm just over there in the corner wondering why my headphones died and why the, this music when, is when playing. You, when, when the Stairmaster is going to be available? Yeah, no, for sure. And then that's the thing. They'll come back there the next day and do the same thing. I'll be back there in like a week and a half uh, w- wondering why I don't look like them. Yeah, no, exactly.
0: Stop it. You look great. I'm just kidding. You look hey, great. Get out of here. Speaking of looking great Stop it. Austin Riley That wasn't
1: that was what, what that was about. It was about the terrible music. I mean, you okay? and Austin
0: Riley basically have the same physique.
1: All right. Let's not go too far though. <laughs> Hold on.
0: No, my man looks like a looks like a Greek god out there just slapping home runs. Austin Riley back over three hundred with his batting average. And has hit 30 home runs now. I think 94 RBIs as well for the Braves third baseman. But what I find it so funny, and I talk about this on the show a lot, is just perspective yeah. and where we were at. Like say this time last year, where it was like Austin Riley's fine, but like he's is he the weak spot in this Braves infield because you got Freddie Freeman, Dansby, and Ozzy Albies. Like if you can find a third baseman, right? Like we had Josh Donaldson. And maybe you move Austin Riley to a platoon in the outfield, but we need a third baseman. Now he's an MVP candidate. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the Braves. Remember, for a very long time, very long time, I think this took years off of Cam's lifespan, <laughs> the Braves could not get above 500. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, would get, so they would get to 500, <laughs> and we would all be holding our breaths, and then they'd lose like three games in a row.
1: I would I would honestly, like, come in, especially when it was the back and forth, right? I would come in, and you guys, we would talk about the Braves game last night, and, like, I would look at the score, and I'd be like, are you guys sure this isn't from the night before? I'm like, no, no, this is it. That's it. That's still same one ever. game back. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's insane.
0: But what's wild is, again, you have Adam Duvall, who is just having an unbelievable season, and he's hit 15 home runs since he joined the Braves. Yeah. Solaire's hit 11 home runs since he joined the Braves. Arcia's been out of his mind good, uh, and you have Freddie Freeman's over 30. Austin Riley's over 30. I think Ozzy Albies is sitting at 29, and Dansby's sitting like 24, 25. Wow, home run! It's just been it's and no team in baseball has scored more or higher percentage of their runs off of the home run ball than the Braves. So it's it's pretty much feature fame famine. You you gotta send yeah. it out of the ballpark. Or you're not going to be able to score any runs. But flip side of that, the bullpen all of a sudden is starting to come along. With the exceptions of Rich Rodriguez and Will Smith, it's Luke Jackson's all of a sudden throwing the ball really well. Like yeah. so, it's you're coming down the stretch. You got a three game lead on the Phillies, and you kind of have that weird thing coming. You have two more with the Diamondbacks, which just go ahead sweep the Diamondbacks out. They don't care about the season anymore. Right. They have 40 wins at this point, already 100 losses. They, they don't care about the season anymore. Just get a right. just get
1: a two run lead. You're good. Yeah. yeah, just
0: just get in there, win these next two games, and even if the Phillies split their next two, you're up four games. Mm-hmm. Because then you have to go to San Diego, and if you look at the schedule right now, it's a three-game series against the Padres, mm-hmm. but you still have like two and a half innings of a game you're down three to two in to finish. So there is a distinct possibility that you lose two games in one night. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, a four-game lead could go to a two-game lead. Right. Against the Phillies, with two more games left to play against the Padres, mm-hmm. and then a three-game set against the Phillies. So that's what you're looking at. You got two more against the Diamondback. So you have three and a quarter more against the Padres, and you go three with the Phillies and three with the Mets. This, I wouldn't be comfortable at all right now if I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. I know it's like they said. Fangraph says the Braves have an 85 percent chance of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Don't give me percentages in Atlanta sports. Yeah, no.
1: Well, because we've seen it, too. I mean, not only with this team, with the guys on it, as, as you've already described, but just in sports in general and, and in baseball. Man, things can change so you know, quickly. in
0: Georgia sports in general. You know how many times, PG, I've been looking at a ESPN <sighs> – box score for a Falcons game, and it says the win probability yeah, but is 99.9%, and they lose that football game.
1: Right. That's one game, though, right? Cowboys. I'm saying, like, no, in, in not, baseball, you can get the a one, funk, and you can just knock it out of it. So like,
0: That's not one game. That's just the Falcons' existence. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not right now. The, the,
0: Do the, Fal- oh, the Falcons oh,
1: exist right now? I, no. I'm, I'm not really sure.
0: Lions, Cowboys, I could mm. go on. <sighs> Don't give me probabilities Patriots. with Georgia sports, because we will find a way to – just completely alternate alternate the universe.
1: With that being said, though, playing really well right now, as as play, we were talking about, it, okay. right? <laughs> four game
0: skid. <laughs> Play okay. I'm just trying to get back Dude, to some nope, positive nope, vibes, man. Nope. Let's, let's You're try and feed okay. into you've this beaten the, team. Th- You've beaten the worst team in baseball a couple times in a row. That's all right. You got to keep keep beating them. Yeah, yeah. You almost got swept by the Rockies. Yeah, four. That
2: four game skid was tough. That's what kind of messed man. them up right now, but hopefully they can yeah, get, can't. get yeah. back on track. Welcome, PJ.
1: I was start. I was just like, you started this segment. And I was like, man, everything's like talking about the group, talking about the good things. Hopefully, we can keep those going, and nope. then boom, all of a sudden, just drop this. We have on the show for man. you
0: is Cam's SEC propaganda and me dreading the Braves.
1: Yeah. Maybe this is why this keeps happening, right? People, things start going oh, good, and then you start talking the universe, about the bad things. You start yeah. The no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got it. Right. Let's keep talking about Austin Riley hitting home runs. Well, let's. That is let's fun. Do, let's do that. Yeah,
0: that is fun. It's cool to see Freddie Freeman. Hopefully, that keeps happening. Freddie Freeman has the same amount of home runs as Austin Riley. Fourteen less RBIs, but fifty less strikeouts. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, two MVP candidates in your infield for the Braves. Now your biggest order of business is make sure you resign Freddie Freeman. Yep. That's the biggest thing right now. Playoffs don't care. don't care i mean you want to win the division you want to go to the playoffs you're gonna play the brewers and you just you don't have the firepower right now to go up against some of the teams that are the best in the league could you go in there like harass the brewers sure are you beating the dodgers or the giants no so playoffs are fine number one priority for the braves re-signing freddie freeman yeah because once you get ronald acuna back next year and you're looking at that lineup, and maybe the DH is back. This could be a really dangerous team mm-hmm. in the future, but it, it's just not the same if you don't have five playing first base. We got more to come here on second. Now we'll come back. Final segment next. Playlist here. I respect. I, res, I respect the move. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna, man. I think. I think I know what we're getting at here. Is just. It's just straight up a Rihanna crush. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It so, is. There we go. So. <laughs> well. Cam, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't blame you. Cam's a big fan of Riri who's not who isn't yeah Yeah, there there you go got a big show coming up on three and out the guys will dive into a big weekend coming up of college football uh connor riley from dog nation will be joining us in the three o'clock hour as well also talk about is matt corral the best quarterback in college football i think the answer is a resounding yes uh i think there's a couple other guys out there that can make a claim but matt corral to me is that guy also going to talk more about these uh neutral site games during the regular season update you on the college football playoffs discussions happening today and we'll take a look at the bud light southern power poll all that coming up next on three and out right here on espn radio